Hi everyone, and welcome back to the 28th episode of the Let's Talk Law podcast with me, your host, Wendy M. This week, we're back talking about the First Amendment, which I'm sure all of you missed very much. If this is the first episode that you're listening to, then here's a little recap of what the First Amendment is and says. It says, quote-unquote, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press, or of the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances, end quote. As you can assume, the case we're talking about today deals with the issue of freedom of speech. Since that's all of the background amendment information that we need to go over, we can jump right into this week's case, which is called United States v. Alvarez. On December 20th, 2006, President George W. Bush signed the Stolen Valor Act of 2005 into law. This Stolen Valor Act broadened previous provisions that made the unauthorized wearing, manufacturing, and sale of military decorations of medals a misdemeanor if one were to falsely report that he or she had received any U.S. medals or decorations. If a person was convicted of violating the Stolen Valor Act, then defendants could be imprisoned for up to six months. If the person lied about having a Medal of Honor, then the sentence could be up to one year. Supporters of the Stolen Valor Act argued that the law was passed to prevent imposters from quote-unquote stealing the valor of real soldiers returning from Afghanistan and Iraq. In 2007, there was a public Three Valley Water District board meeting in Claremont, California. A new member by the name of Xavier Alvarez introduced himself. In his introduction, he said, quote-unquote, I'm a retired Marine of 25 years. I retired in the year 2001. Back in 1987, I was awarded the Congressional Medal of Honor. I got wounded many times by the same guy, end quote. However, the board and everyone else soon found out that this statement was not true, and Xavier Alvarez was indicted for violating the Stolen Valor Act of 2005. He had not received the Congressional Medal of Honor, any military medals or decorations, and had never actually served in the United States Armed Forces. On September 26, 2007, Alvarez was charged in the Central District of California with two counts of falsely representing that he had been rewarded with the Congressional Medal of Honor and for violating the Stolen Valor Act of 2005. The district court dismissed the claim that the Stolen Valor Act violated his First Amendment right to speech, and it denied Alvarez's motion to dismiss. He was convicted and sentenced to three years probation and 416 hours of community service. Additionally, he was required to pay $5,000 in fines and a $100 special assessment. In a three-judge panel of the United States Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit, however, the decision was reversed and it was held that the Stolen Valor Act was invalid in a two-to-one vote. The appeals court rejected the government's argument 
that false statements aren't constitutionally protected. Judge Milan Smith wrote for the majority and said if the law was deemed unconstitutional, then there would be no constitutional bar to criminalizing lying about one's height, weight, age, or financial status. When the appeals court denied the government's request for a rehearing with the full court, the government appealed the decision to the United States Supreme Court. The case was granted by the Supreme Court of the United States on October 17, 2011, and heard oral arguments on February 22, 2012. The decision was made on June 28, 2012. The question before the Supreme Court was whether or not the First Amendment protects lies about receiving military awards and if the Stolen Valor Act of 2005 was constitutional. Donald Verrilli Jr., the Solicitor General of the United States, appeared on behalf of the United States, and Jonathan D. Libby, a Deputy Federal Public Defender, appeared on behalf of Alvarez. Verrilli first spoke and explained how the Stolen Valor Act of 2005 simply aimed to protect the core values of the United States Armed Forces. Many of the questions focused at Verrilli focused on the lack of injury caused by false claims of being awarded with military badges and honors. In almost all of the cases that the United States cited to support that there was no First Amendment value in falsity, the court had addressed a false statement that harmed another person, like a defamatory statement. As for Libby, who was defending Alvarez, he argued that the Stolen Valor Act suppressed speech that fell outside of the categories of expression where speech suppression is permissible. He stated that there is value in falsity, quote-unquote, so long as it doesn't cause imminent harm to another person or imminent harm to a government function, end quote. In a 6-3 to three decision, the Supreme Court found that the Stolen Valor Act was unconstitutional. The judges on the case were Roberts, Scalia, Kennedy, Thomas, Ginsburg, Breyer, Alito, Sotomayor, and Kagan. The majority opinion was written and delivered by Chief Justice Kennedy. The other five judges in the majority were Roberts, Ginsburg, Breyer, Sotomayor, and Kagan. The majority opinion explained how, while categories of speech such as defamation and true threats present a grave and imminent threat, false statements do not represent a threat. The court said that Congress had drafted the Stolen Valor Act too broadly and attempted to limit speech that caused no harm. It was found that criminal punishment for such speech was also unconstitutional. Generally, it's unconstitutional to restrict speech based on its message, content, ideas, or subject. However, because the Stolen Valor Act sought to restrict the content of speech, the majority opinion came to the conclusion that it had to be analyzed under the strict scrutiny standard. The strict scrutiny standard is the most rigorous First Amendment standard. In order to prove this standard, 
the government must show that their law is narrowly tailored and is the least restrictive means of meeting a compelling government need. Kennedy acknowledged the government's interest in protecting the integrity of military medals, but he said that the government had no evidence to prove that criminalizing false claims was needed in order to protect these honors. Kennedy also wrote how the Stolen Valor Act, as it was written, could criminalize any false speech, including, quote-unquote, personal whispered conversations within a home, end quote. He deemed this to be granting the government too much power. The judges in the minority were Scalia, Thomas, and Alito. In his dissenting opinion, Chief Justice Alito wrote how Congress could not have written the Stolen Valor Act to be any more narrow while also preventing the substantial harm caused by false statements about military decoration. He was joined by Thomas and Scalia. After the decision was made, it received praise across the political spectrum. The First Amendment Center called the decision, quote-unquote, a victory for free speech and common sense, end quote. Even after the decision, Alvarez remained in legal trouble due to allegations that he had defrauded the government by falsely receiving health insurance benefits. With the Stolen Valor Act of 2005 deemed unconstitutional, in 2013, the Stolen Valor Act of 2013 was passed by Congress and signed by Obama. Under the new 2013 law, it's a violation of federal law for someone to falsely claim military service and awards. It's a crime to do so with the intent to get money, property, or some other military benefit. If I had to give a quick summary of this case, then I would say there was a law that criminalized saying you received military awards when in fact you did not. A man claimed he was awarded with military decorations when he was not, and he was found guilty of violating this law. He argued that the act violated the First Amendment. In the Supreme Court of the United States, it was found that the act was unconstitutional because the government could not prove that false statements would cause severe harm towards individuals in the same way some true threats and defamation do. What I really like this case is that to be honest, I never heard of the Stolen Valor Act or anything of the sort. I also really liked reading up on this and the reasoning behind the court's decision. I think this was a really interesting case, and I hope you think so too. Before I end off this week's episode, I want to make sure to add in our little fact of the week. This time, it's from Massachusetts. In Massachusetts, if you're over the age of 16, You can be fined up to $50 for quote-unquote directing any profane, obscene, or impure language or slanderous statement at a participant or an official in a sporting event, end quote. Hold your tongue then, I guess. (laughs) And so that wraps up this week's episode. If you want to give me a suggestion or give me any feedback, then feel free to email me at letstalklawwm at gmail.com or find me over on Instagram at Let's Talk Law Podcast. Remember to check back every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time 
for another new episode. Until then, bye and happy holidays.